Rob, are we getting on with your project on Twitter? Have you increased your followers? So, hang on, before we start, where were I... we? We were at... Was it a 14 date or 49? I think it was... I think I was your 48th follower. So you may have been on 49. And I think you came back to us to tell us that you'd hit 50. Yeah. And that was our last update. That was the last update. But we've done, you know, we've got a few episodes have gone out since then. Yeah. And I think last time John and I guessed, I went wildly over the top and was heading towards the hundreds. So, John, any any guess then where he is Twitter follower wise? I'm gonna go with um, uh, about a fifty-six because it's been a couple of weeks. Okay, I'm gonna go because it has been a couple of weeks. Forty-eight. I think he's gone down. <laughs> you think people have stopped following? Gemma stopped following him. His wife. Well, he never replied to it. <laughs> She's bored. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, drum roll. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, drum roll. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Reese, but 54 followers. Ooh. I know, not not as high as John's guess, but A two percent increase. That's good. Yeah, that's not bad considering when we worked out last time. I think he averaged around you know, was it five <laughs> a year or something. <laughs> I think, yeah, my tweets are up to 104. Now. So what was your last tweet so, that you sent out? Um, oh, it was something about the cat, oh, I think okay. it was. Hang on. It was... Uh, profile. Yeah, back on the 19th of July. Um, my tweet was, Mondays in this heat are no fun. And it was a picture of the cat um, sitting on the table by the kitchen, looking just well bored of the time. Okay. So the questions that follow that are, how many likes? How many comments? How many retweets? None. Yeah. Even my wife didn't even like it. Did you tag her? Well, no, because she went in the photo. It was just me and the cat. It was her cat as well, isn't it? Well, we, we say that, but the cat refers <laughs> me. It's true, because I, I feed her. So your four followers, or no, your two extra... 54 followers. 54, so your extra four followers, have you followed them back? Yeah. Not yet, That's just no. rude. That's discourteous, Rob. So your followers are not increasing, Rob. When you get to the thousands and yeah you can be a bit more or miss with it yeah mm. how do you know they're real though because some of them just have a so name what names have you got numbers at the end. um i'll have to look now at big booby barbara oh no, no, he, no he, he knows big booby barbara she works in accounts yeah she's been there years <laughs> <laughs> Um, the last one was someone called Sophie, but then she's got a, a number after. And what's her what's her so profile picture real. look like? Um, it's just her face, but then she's got a cat in the background on her. You know, you have a photo at the bar. At okay, the top. so Sophie sounds like she's obviously perhaps heard you on this. A fellow Possibly. cat follower, yeah. she saw your tweet that you were concerned about. 
moles in the heat. In the heat. Yeah. And decide to follow you. Possibly. So yeah, I might follow it back. back. Who else have we got? Well, it's, um, I'm just looking at Sophie now, actually, and she's retweeted um, Radio Horn of Africa. So maybe it's the maybe it's because the audience increase that we're going for. It's the links effect. Mm. Could be, but the the next one down is a company called Big Wheel. Oh, oh they followed um, the branded account. Go Big Wheel. Excellent. Yeah. Um, full service agency providing creative solutions to business and marketing challenges. Yeah. They obviously. So I'm guessing they real, so I'll follow. They're wanting back. your tips because you are a creative solution. Yeah. You wait until they see my video tomorrow. So it's been a great series, boys. I hope you'll agree. Um, unfortunately, all of our guests fail to offer you any any work. Rob offered you lots of encouragement. Generally, encouragement not to go into yeah, their field. Yeah, there was of lots work. of encouragement and good advice. So, but no actual job. No, no job. Nothing panned out for you there. So, no. As you look back on all the guests that we had and reflect on the work they did, have you got any particular favourite area now that you've seen different aspects that you'd really like to go into? Just to recap before before um, Bob gets into that, um, yeah. just for any listeners who've maybe just jumped onto this episode and not gone onto the past ones, why um, would they do that? Of course, do you? Who started <laughs> the end? Exactly. Exactly, um, yeah. But you don't want spoilers. So uh, not too much spoilers, but so the first one was was all about video. Um, Ellie Mannion, our first guest there. So um, obviously off the back of that, Rob created a, a masterpiece that, that we judged. And um, man versus man versus nature. Versus nature. Oh, was no, it wasn't nature it? Versus man, man versus nature versus car or something like that. No, was, wasn't it three? Wasn't it three? No. Like man versus nature versus something else? Or was it Rob yeah. versus me? Nature versus man. It, no, it was. Yeah, Bob it, was, it was Bob versus man versus, Bob versus man versus nature. It's like a three-way triangle that thing. That's right. And then nature versus Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we had that. Then we we also had then um, Elliot. Um, so marketing. Happy um, birthday, Elliot! Happy birthday, Elliot! Today, and. Um, <laughs> we had Hal Reynolds, social media, um, and we finished on Hugh David from Bright Collie, Bright Collie branding, rebranding, yeah, um, which was the last one, which was great. Um, so yeah, out of them, then Rob, what's, what's your thoughts? Any kind of big takeaways, or is it an industry that you've seen so far in this series that you think I want to get into that? I think. Um... I think it was it was Ellen in the first episode, sort of the old um the whole thing about sort of being on TV and producing um different things. Yeah, but she, she's not been on TV. She's producing the work. She's it's, the freelance. It's producing and making it, isn't it? Yeah, so it's it's that. But it's having that sort of free role where like you say you do the the, the freelance stuff. Um so and then just create what the aspect of that then is the bigger draw the fact that you can create your own content uh, and, and i would imagine she doesn't always create her own content she's probably given sometimes a brief and a narrative of what she needs to create so is that the draw is it the fact that you might be on telly the the telly thing is appealing um 
but I think it's it's the whole thing, like you say, just being being creative and doing the whole, um, doing the video, doing the sound, doing the production, um, and the editing as well, doing that whole package. So, like a project manager for, um, like an advert or a particular particular kind of video for a corporate company or something. Yeah. So they come to you and say. Rob, we need this, and then you could go to a sound person. You may go to uh, somebody else who might be doing the camera work, but you can pull all that together. Is that the kind of thing that you'd like to do? That's it. Yeah, so almost like it, a producer. And then, then, if I never needed, mm. yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, That's the be, thing. be honest, though, Rob. It sounds like to me, and I think Reese might agree with this, that you you want to be close to the people in TV. Yeah, you like you like famous people. So so if you were able to work on I don't know, be a cameraman or a sound guy on Love Island, you'd love it, or another program that you may love. No, no, not Love, not Island. love Island. My wife yeah. would she would love okay. it. A different program, but um, yeah, yeah, maybe just hanging out with not hanging out with famous. <laughs> yeah, people. that's exactly <laughs> what it is. You that want that to sounds be me just like being a, a restaurant no. saying to the waiter, Do you know who I am? <laughs> um, I'm best mates with the three old blokes from Last of the Summer Wine. I'll have you know. <laughs> uh, being in contact with them. It's all about Maybe the that's celebrity what it is, lifestyle yeah. for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all that perception of, of getting it all with no hard work. No, I, I could do the work as well, but it would be nice to have. You know, a famous name or two in my in your group in my phone. Yeah. So okay. if you if you could Just pick two famous names right now who could be in your group, who would they be? And Deck. <laughs> you can have that as one, okay? Because <laughs> okay. they come together. They're like, they're like bog off. They're like buy one get one free. So you've got a spare. <laughs> and if you say zig and zag, I'm, I'm pulling the plug <laughs> off this right now. No, no, they've stopped. Um. Jedward. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe someone. No, they were on TV this morning. I did see them. Um, maybe someone from film. Okay, yeah. Are you thinking a British uh, actor, maybe, or are you going for more global appeal? British, I think. Okay. So don't forget now you've got Alton Jack covered. So that's that's most of your yeah. restaurants in the northeast. You're fine. You can walk in. That's, that's up north, yeah. We need someone London-based, don't we? Danny Dyer. <laughs> Welcome to the wall. <laughs> so, okay. So that famous actor, Danny Dyer, yeah, yeah. Ah, which Danny Dyer? The father or the daughter? I don't think the daughter's actually acted in anything, is she? I've seen it in... Um, in a, she, was in, she was in Love Island. She was in a, yeah, something like that. But she was in a stage yeah. show. She was awful. We didn't know who she was or anything. <laughs> we thought it was the other Danny Dyer. Well, I did when we were going. <laughs> it was her. So, Anton De- and Danny Dyer. Bloody hell, Rob. At least. The good thing about that. That's just me not thinking, though, isn't it? The good uh, thing about that, to... Reese. The good thing about that. I don't think the bar is set that high. What, as in, you think they might accept him as a friend? Well, Danny I, Dyer probably would. Anton Zeck, are going to have no time for yeah. him? Do you know, no one, um, like... They'd be good fun on a night. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't They wouldn't come out with you, Rob. They'd tell you they were somewhere else. No, no one friends 
um, if you're familiar with Friends. Um, I've got yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, yeah. <laughs> they, they, there's um, there's a bit in there where I think they they have a list of who they can sleep with, famous people, if they ever come across them. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're wondering whether I Rob's know. list is the same. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, when I think there's an episode where one of the famous people are in like the co- coffee house or something like that, and he's like, "Oh my god, they she turns up at the yeah, end." Yeah. Yes, I, I can't think. But of it. I imagine like there there's a possibility because the UK isn't that big that Rob could somehow be friends with Anton Deck or Danny Dyer. You know, he could have gone up. He could have picked like Beyonce or. Well, he could have picked Tom Hardy and been down Barry Island this weekend when he was there. Could have. I'll be honest, Rob. Did you go down as soon as you found out? No, my wife did. Did she, did she go looking for him? She did. She went, she went down on the Sunday. Yeah. Oh, this is why you two are perfect. Didn't this did is you, why you two are did she, um, put you in the spare room just in case? <laughs> when she came home in the night, no. did she... Um, did she insist on calling Did you? Have anyone no, with her? No. no. Did she insist on calling you <laughs> Rob Hardy? Oh, <laughs> no. Bob Hardy. I love it. So there we are. There was your perfect opportunity. You had an international celebrity. I think he's international, wouldn't you say? He is. is he yeah. Irish? Um, was he on that? Um, which I haven't seen it yet on BBC. Um, well, they. They was, wear them flat caps and stuff. Was he Bane in Batman? Peaky Blinders. He was. There we are. Okay, yeah. so international. Right. right. I don't know anything else. He's English, though, I'm sure. Um, but that's the thing with your your famous friends. You'd have to have a, a think, a wouldn't think. you? Because you wouldn't want to settle on... Oh, you'd people. have to have a think. Because I'm, I'm thinking about... I think I want to change Danny Dyer already now, see? I don't think it's a case of picking and choosing. Okay, here's a question for you. Who is the yeah. most famous person you've met? Um, what do you mean by met? Is it you've seen or no. you've spoken yeah, to? Go on. Uh, you've, well, it could be seen or spoken to. Yeah, you, you go on. Yeah, this, I've, seen, I've seen Greg Davis in Heathrow Airport once. The big tall comedian. He's massive. Mm. Yeah, he's like seven oh, he's foot big, tall. Yeah. So he, he stands out. And um, isn't he like part Welsh or something? Um, don't know. They're on the border, aren't they? They're like um, yeah. Shropshire, Shrewsbury, that sort of area. So yeah, but didn't mm. like one of his parents make sure he's born in Wales or something, or something weird like that? Rob will ask him when he's mates. So, oh, so who's yeah. the most yeah. Next time I see him, who's the most famous that. person you've spoken to? I don't know. Probably a footballer when you got their autograph or something. No, I don't think I've spoken to anyone famous. John? Um, I'll have a think. So, obviously, being in, in Wales, there's a lot of, like, rugby players and stuff like that. Um, so, I've spoken to people like Gareth Thomas and I'm Jen, but when I used to work in a sports shop, stuff like that. But mine is Bobby Robson. Bobby Robson? Good Lord. Mm. How did that come about? <laughs> I was working for Lloyds Bank, and I was on um, working for two months up in Glasgow, and they put us up in a Marriott Hotel, lovely hotel, and um, Newcastle were playing Celtic in a friendly, like a pre-season, yeah. and I came downstairs, and the Newcastle squad were in reception, um, 
you had Patrick Clivert was there. Oh gosh, um, we talking about well, obviously a while ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Craig Craig Bellamy era, I think it was around that time perhaps. Yeah. But Patrick Clivert was there. Kieran Dyer, and I did this thing, right, to Kieran Dyer. I walked past him in like a corridor, and because I knew who he was, I kind of went, Okay. <laughs> As I walked past him, <laughs> he didn't have a clue who I was. Obviously, what did he, say? he just, just kind of uh, well, <laughs> under his head down and then went past. But yeah, there was all these footballers there, and um, me and one of the boys who I was working with, we were going downstairs from our room to our food or something. And we, I was nineteen at the time, something like that, maybe twenty, and um, we were just pissing about by the lift with the ice machine, kind of throwing ice at each other and just being really silly, like you know. And he went, oh, careful, the manager's come in. I turned around, we just stood still like that by the lift, as it looked like that. It was Bobby Robson playing with his cap, because he always wore a hat and stuff as well, didn't he? But he peeked at he was just playing with it. So I was just standing there, for, yeah. oh, what do I do? So I just went, oh, uh, looking forward to the game tonight? And he was just like, yeah, yeah, it should be a good game. And I was like, oh, whatever. And it just, just <laughs> kind of nice. Like We actually went to watch the game. Um me and Matt, who I was up there with, because uh, John Hartson was playing for Celtic at the time. Um, so we were like, oh, we'll go along and have a watch. But yeah, so Bobby Robson, right? Mm. Bobby Uris. Uh My top three. Three? Oh, <laughs> the top three. Wow, okay. So um, I worked for council many years ago, and I remember fielding a call from someone, phoning about their council tax because if you've got a property and you're not living in the property you can have your council tax reduced by 50% for a certain amount of time um, this might not mean much to people outside of yeah. Wales but Chris <laughs> needs phones because <laughs> he owned a in flat the <laughs> he owned a flat and he owned a flat next door to the flat and the only thing he kept in it was his piano <laughs> how celebrity <laughs> is that <laughs> oh, gosh, people will be searching Chris Needs now. They should Google him, yeah. Um, RIP, uh, Chris yes. Needs. Died last year, wasn't it? It was last year, yeah, absolutely. So, Chris Needs would be uh, in number, number three. Um, oh, actually, I've got four. I'm, I'm glad he's in a number three, to be honest, because he's not <laughs> happy. So the... I'm going to have to cut someone from my list then. So, what the right, okay. So are these all are these all telephone conversations have no, 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 no. you met? Um, I worked in um, uh, a well-known high street bookstore for a while, um, and we had uh, Graham Henry uh, came oh. to the store to sign books. Yeah. So um, was in the staff room with him. I know nothing about rugby, but he was a big star, and there was you know queues down the block with people trying to get his autograph. So we spent probably about half hour, 45 minutes in his company in a, in a staff room in a, in a WH Smiths. Um, That's cool. And so my number one, though, would have to be astrologer to the stars, Russell Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I met him when they did a, they used to, I think BBC News used to do like um, outside broadcast. So they did like a summer outside broadcast. And he came down to to Saunders Foot to do his thing. And it was I think it was Edwardian week. I was about seven or eight, so I was dressed up as like an Edwardian child. Um and he called me up on stage and gave me a cake, which was rather lovely. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. So the person I've, the person I've chopped out of the list 
It's Duncan Goodhue. Ah, what a legend. <laughs> what a legend. Olymp- was he, Olymp- he was an Olympic champion, was he? He was a good swimmer. I think he was Olympic gold. He must have been. He was, was he? I'm pretty sure. He must have, yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, he, he came around, I don't know, he, for some reason he went round, he wasn't Welsh, was he? But he went round a lot of Welsh schools. Um, it must have been after he hadn't won a gold. He must have yeah. won a gold. Um, visiting all the schools and speaking to all the kids to try and persuade us to become swimmers. Well, that didn't really work, did it? <laughs> oh, interesting. It still amazes me, though, living in Tembe, and he still don't know how to swim properly. Well, I don't need to know how to swim, because if I ever go in the water, I get in a boat. Well, that's a good point, yeah. You know, I'm not going to swim to Coldy Island on a on a nice day. I'll get on a boat. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a good swimmer, to be fair. I, I'm not bad, as in, like, I can survive. Bless yeah. it. Lay, lay on your back. Lay on your back. Say it again, Rob. I can do a length or two, but then I just have to have a 10 minute breather. <laughs> Which is not ideal if you're in the sea. It's because your breathing was stopped when you was a kid, remember? Yeah. And you said you'll be fine without it. It's because you can only concentrate on two <laughs> things at a time. So kicking my arms and my legs. Oh, I forgot to breathe. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, so back, back to our guests, really. So, um, yeah, so Rob is looking to get into a bit of video, wants to be on camera, which is, yeah, okay, it's doable. Well, um, we've already seen the quality of your videos. I think you do need to up that slightly. That, that was just the that was just the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, so well, when, to, now you've got your new iPhone, you yeah, can go and can make Bob versus yeah. nature versus nature. Man, man. Two, the second coming, <laughs> and let's let's see yeah. one how the camera improves it, and two how you've improved your thought process of storyboarding, and shooting, and editing, and adding sound. Is that something you'll do for the listeners? Yeah. Yes, I can do that. And remember, on iPhone, you've got iMovie. Or you can download it for free in the app. Store. Yes, I've, I've seen that as well. And I haven't, um, haven't played with yeah, it's it yet. Good. And there's some good things on there. You can set like um, a trailer. Trailer? It, yeah, it, you know, like a movie trailer. Oh, that'd so be good. You, <laughs> you can choose movie trailer and it helps you then put like all the sound and the bits together. So you just choose yeah. which footage Music in the background, which footage you want to put on there. So it's quite it's a bit, bit of fun that is. You should try that. Yeah. You running out of the kitchen with a cup of tea. do 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 and then running back in with a cape on or something. Rob stars in his own movie. It's, it's, you it's could, another you, one on my list call, of challenges. You could call it um, The Hunt for Tom Hardy or something. And you could be like going down <laughs> Barry Island looking for him. You and Jeremy. Once again, so you, he's probably not there. He's anymore. probably not there because it's, it's dark and it's raining. So I would hope not. Yeah. Um, Although Jem did say he was he was shooting a film here, yeah. so he might still be on site. Do we know what the film is? Because you could offer your services. Let, let's get in touch with um, the production company. Possibly, yeah. I need to. You you will even services. bring your own camera equipment, well, your own iPhone with you. <laughs> I'm sure we've. I'm sure I've mentioned this before. I must have because I always mention it. But I told you about when I was an extra, and I already, yeah. No. No. No, I'm sure. Right. No, because if, no, because if you'd have told us when you were an extra, 
I would tell you when I was an extra and my story would blow yours out of the water. So I haven't told you that story, <laughs> so I know you haven't told me yours. So off you go. Ah, for some reason, I thought we might have said this before, but I was going to say, because why haven't Rob registered with an extras company yet? Because he clearly wants to be on camera. Man's got a point. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I need to do that. So so mine is, I'll share uh, mine, and then we'll leave Reese tell me how okay. he was in some sort of uh, cinematic production or when he was on the stage in Cats in the West End or something. And <laughs> um, no, so it, it's got links to Barry. Um, so I was in two episodes of Gavin and Stacey. Um, Were you on screen though? Y- yes. So in, in the second series, um, in the phone party, me and my wife um, dancing in the phone party. And I am quite clearly seen dancing in the background and walking past camera. I bet you were um, mugging it off as well. I can imagine you <laughs> just smiling, winking wink a camera. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Um, but in the in the Christmas special which we were in, and we were shopping in Marks and Spencers, and um, you can't oh, see me. Kelvrows Cross was it? Kelvrows, that's the one. Yeah, because yeah. my wife walks walks well. in front of me. But it's when they're walking down the aisle, Stacy and Smithy. Um, and we are behind shopping, and she walks in front of me, so you can hardly see me in there. So was that obviously the, the film party? <laughs> you must be aware. You were aware that they were filming in Marks and Spencers as well, or were you just there by chance? No, no, no. There got paid for it as well. So um, oh. a friend, two friends of ours, had an extras company at the time. Um, and for our friends um, in the inland revenue, of course, you've declared that that extra in, have you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was a while back now, and. Um, <laughs> The yeah, they, we had watched the first series, and then they said about um, you know they were looking for people for Gunner Stacey series two, and we we're like, oh yeah, we love that. We'll be involved in whatever. So we did the phone party one, and then the Christmas special one. They wanted people again, so yeah, fantastic. And again, again for our listeners, any chance we can get those um, stills clipped and out on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. I'll grab them from iPlayer. Yeah, we'll have to try and Fantastic. do that. Put them on there. Um, I, I feel almost embarrassed to tell you about my extra role in the, the Oscar-nominated Best Foreign Language Film, Heath Wynn. But <laughs> I was in it. I was a, a Polish refugee. <laughs> um, I was about 11 or 12 years old. I was travelling, or supposed to be travelling from Poland um, away from the Nazis, um, whilst the platoon that had the poet Hedwin um, in it marched past us. And my main role was to... It was a family group, so there was a mother or father, there was me, and a woman who was about 76 in a wheelbarrow that I was pushing. <laughs> Uh, right, my question here is, when you said you was a 12-year-old, were you, was this recent and you had to play a 12-year-old? Oh, yeah, it was only, it was only, it was only last <laughs> year I was method acting. <laughs> I think I was about 15 or 16, but I was very short for my age. Um, so, and very um, skinny and emaciated, so I, I fitted the role perfectly. Um, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. And where was that? So they filmed it down in Pembrokeshire, down round, I don't know, for a, a, where of an area called Blackpool Mill, um, no. which is like an old 
water mill buildings. It's quite a nice, quite a pretty place actually to go and visit if any any of our listeners are heading that way on their summer holidays. Um, but it was shot is there, around is there. there a pla- is there a plaque there with with your name on it? There is, but they keep taking it down, <laughs> so I have to keep putting it back up every every, every few weeks, and it's quite an expensive thing. Um, I think I got about fifty quid for like a day shoot. It was quite a long old day. Well, that's not I had free lunch yeah. as well. We went to the catering car. Oh, I could I could do this. So honestly, Rob, you get food, you get Sounds money, good. generally cash in hand. Again, don't tell anyone. Yeah, and you're on screen. <laughs> this is your way in, Rob. Definitely, it's worth doing a registering just to see what they come yeah. up with, and they might be like, "Oh, we need somebody to do this," and it might be worth you taking an afternoon or a day off work just to go and do it. It's it's amazing just to watch the behind the scenes um just how just to see what oh, goes on. Yeah. so the foam party one for example we were in liquid nightclub in cardiff so you go down the steps um or it used to be liquid nightclub yeah i remember and when you watch it on tv it looks packed music on foam party all going on or whatever we were literally in the corner of the nightclub because of the angles of the camera so they only needed you know people walking in there walking off and once you're off off um, off camera, it didn't matter. Um, so when you watch it back, yeah. you're like, "Oh, it's incredible!" And we had to dance, and the music was on. Was jump around, you know, jump around, jump around. So that's on, right? And they're like, "When the music stops, carry on dancing." Oh. So it's like jump around, and then it goes quiet, <laughs> and then you just like that, just carry on dancing, and it's just really weird. And then obviously they put the music on afterwards, and because you're trying to record the dialogue and everything else, yeah. and um. Oh, it's an experience. It's a long day. Yeah, I remember that. I remember being up about five, six in the morning, and let's say fifty quid seemed quite a lot back then. But you're thinking I was probably there fourteen, fifteen hours, um, and and a lot of it is just sitting around waiting for your scene yeah. to happen, and then yeah, you'll do it two or three times. But yeah, so it's it's just, it is fascinating to see it happening. You you're also um, when you're standing waiting around because you like you know, when am I going to do a bit or whatever? It's almost like a bit of a, oh, pick me, pick me. And you're like, oh, trying to, you know, <laughs> like, oh, look out for me. What am I, you know, so I can go on shot or something and be on telly. I, I, didn't, it, I didn't need that, John. I was already part of a family group. We've been selected. Well, that's it. You, you were the cast member, mate. I weren't. I was just an extra. But it, <laughs> do you know what was fascinating, though? And I reckon you might be a bit like this, Rob, if you got into it. When we were queuing up to kind of walk on shot or something in Marks and Spencer's, there was people behind us talking. So me and my yeah. wife were there doing this. We were just chatting. And then people behind us were talking who didn't know each other, but were clearly doing extras work all the time. And they were both going like, oh, yeah, so what have you done before then? Oh, I've been in casualty. I've been doing this. Oh, yeah, I've been in casualty <laughs> as well. Have you done torture? Have you done this? You know, all that kind of stuff. And it's just really sound competitive. Um, and it's just quite amusing. And it it was almost like they were like failed actors. And you've probably seen extras with Ricky Gervais. <laughs> It was very much like that, yeah. you know, where it was like the competitive to try yeah. and get up the ladder in the acting world. So it was fascinating to see. So between now and series two of Branded, yeah. are we going to try and get Bob signed up with an agency? Are you up for it, Bob? I could, yeah, I could do a little profile. We'd certainly help. There would yeah. be, a, obviously, we'd have to take some of your ear in. Not like we're sort of gang masters, but I think it's yeah. only fair. 
Just so we can get your face on well, TV we, once, we, so you we, can tell us whether it was what you thought yeah. it would be. We didn't need video clips, or are we just talking headshots? Well, a lot of the time, you just need, to, I think a lot of time, you just need to register, and then they, you know, depending on what they need, because if it's just anybody yeah. for extras work being in the background, it doesn't matter. But if, like, Reese's, he was cast for that part, you know, if they were after, like, a, a, an aging man with a, a, sh- a freshly shaved beard, then, Rob, they might be after you. It won't hurt to register. That's that's the key. Don't go for one of these companies. Don't go for one of these companies where you've got to pay to register. But you can go for a company that go like, oh, when they need extras work. We'll Um, look into it, Rob. And we'll send you what you need to do and we'll get you signed up. And (laughs) if it says it's J&R's agency, that's just a coincidence, all right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To be be honest, if it's free to register, then maybe all of us will register. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, do that, yeah. <laughs> Remind me though, Rob. Do it. If I if I'm correct, you were in the audience uh, of something once, wasn't you? He was in the audience of the last leg. Yes, I was in the last leg. So were you on on telly then? Must have been a few years back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think Reese watched it, and he, he got a shot of me and you Jen were quite visible in a couple of shots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you stood out because it's quite a young crowd normally, and you just look like some decrepit old pensioner sat there <laughs> with his carer, with his carer, who's only had eyes for Tom Thanks. Hardy, <laughs> holding a big banner up, Tom Hardy. Uh, what was um, what was that like? What was that experience like? I like the last leg. That that was good. That was really good because it was um, it was mostly live as well, but they just did a sort of few um recordings of clips that were going on the adverts and clips for next week and stuff like that but it was yeah it was really interesting to see how they all did it did, i didn't get to sort of speak to anyone or meet anyone, did you so you didn't throw your pants to josh Whittigum or anything no did you um but did you think at the time oh, i'd love to be up there presenting that or doing that um yeah oh i see Confidence. Yeah, maybe maybe not presenting, but just be involved, being there, or being part of it. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because you're quite maybe just like a guest. You're quite a quiet and shy kind of person, but you you quite clearly want to be in front of the camera somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he does. He'd be one of these people. He'd be a megastar that people don't know me. I'm not like that really in real life. I'm quite humble. I'm quite shy. (laughs) I just like to sit at home and eat cold Chinese the next day in my pants. If if you did make it and he was on telly though, would it just be a case yeah. of you could say to your dad, "Oh, dad, I was on telly," or would you want it to go further and just continue being on telly all the time? Um, you could probably just see how it goes. You first. could be like Romish, Romish Ranganathan. He's on everything. That's who you want to be, don't you? You want to be on everything. When your own show, everything <laughs> named after you. I mean, not to start with, though. We'll see, see how it goes first. Not to start. You haven't got that much time left, Bob. Yeah, you've got to go. You've got to hit it big, yeah? If all else fails, Rob, when you're in your 90s, you can do something like Captain Tom Moore did, and you can just walk around your garden, raise a bit of money, yeah, get, yeah. On GMT, <laughs> get on GMTV. In your flip-flops. I could do that, or I could just put some stuff on the Antiques Roadshow. Oh, have we got some? <laughs> I could turn it big, <laughs> yeah. I suppose that's the, always what goes for the easy option. But actually, I think is in this, this case, I think he's right. There's a way in. There's yeah. a way in. And actually, if you think about it, when you're 90, all you need, keep your iPhone 10, take that. 
Because when you're 90, exactly, that's, yeah, that's going to be an heirloom. back then, yeah. I'm looking around the room now to see what I can... Yeah, I've been looking around that room and there's not... That curtain pole's been there since the whole <laughs> run of the series, Rob. And no one's put it up. I know. I still haven't put it up, yeah. <laughs> He's going to... Yeah, it's still in the box and it's brand new, so... That might be worth a bit. <laughs> in a couple of years' time now, he's going to be so desperate to get on telly. He's going to fake something so he can get on DIY SOS. And we're just going <laughs> to be, see him sitting in a wheelchair or something and be like, well, there's nothing wrong with him. And he'd be like... After I've cut off my little toe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'd be <there> dribbling <laughs> over Nick Knowles, my toe. I haven't been able to walk proper since. <laughs> the house feels like it's lopsided. So anyway, so talking about your extra work, well, John and I have actually seen a job that we think is perfect for you. Um, okay. We'd like to start the application process tonight because we know you procrastinate and you'll put things <laughs> off. So John spotted this, mentioned it to me, and yeah. we think it's perfect. So I'm going to let John explain a little bit more. And before this episode finishes tonight, we're going to get the application form in. Okay. Right, Rob. So let's, let's think back about what you've learned over this series. Um, something that you've obviously enjoy, which is food. Yeah. In particular, you love yeah. you love meat. Fair to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was there was a time during the series quite early on, I think, where you threatened to post sausages from my letterbox to, to make meat meat again instead of being vegan, <laughs> um, which was quite aggressive, and I was close to calling the police, but, <laughs> but I went with it. Um, so there was food, there was uh, meat in particular. Also video, you said, you've already, you already said that you like video. You've done a review as well. You've done the review of yeah. the, the you breakfast. In a tin. You did a good breakfast review of that. Yeah. yeah. So with all this considered, this job that we've seen is called the world's first meat sommelier. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, sommelier. So do you know what a sommelier is? So no like idea. a wine sommelier is someone who brings wine to you and explains the properties, the aromas, the textures, what you're going to eat it with, samples it. So... So a food tastes. So it sounds like it. Yeah, I've never heard of a role like this before. No, sounds promising, doesn't it? Some promising, right? Okay, I'll give you a couple of tasters of of some of the perks of the job first before we kind of read what the job's about because I think it's okay. One board. So if John gives you the perk and you tell us whether you like that perk or not. Yeah. Okay. So, um, terms and conditions. Okay. The job is only open for one individual, okay? So you've got to be special, which you are. You we are think special. you're special. We think you're very special. <laughs> the successful candidate will be paid £2,000. Okay. It doesn't sound like much, Rob, because that's not for the year, okay? So it's only for, I think it's a, a two-month job, a couple-of-month job, something like that, okay? You can do the job okay. yeah. while still working full-time. So you don't have to give up. He doesn't work full-time now. John, he does four days a week. So there we are. Look, for two grand. But that's, yeah, that sounds good because I could fit that injury yeah. as well. Yeah. 
so starting um so the deadline for the job is actually tomorrow so it's perfect timing for us happy birthday um, elliot happy birthday elliot. <laughs> so the start date is august so next month so quick quickly uh you've got to be over 18 yeah you are which is great is yeah. that 18 um, stone or 18 years does it quantify <laughs> i think he's fine on both but i'd be able to, yeah lockdown's been hard i mean so We've established throughout all of this, Reese, when the jobs have been pitched to him by our guests, Rob often says things like, seems like a lot of hard work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, That's been a, a common thread. It's a bit, a bit too much. Yeah. Same with, like like you said, he, he's, yeah. he's reduced it down to four days a week. Because five days is a little it's bit too, too hard. much. It's too hard. It's too hard. It's too hard. It's too, it's too, you know, I don't want that. So the good news about this is, Four tasting days required a month. Oh, just four. Four. Okay. Okay. Four, Take, four, also, four, not a week. Not yeah, a week. It's not not a week not in a work, month. Rob. It's four yeah. tasting four days. Yeah. yeah. Where you yeah. go and someone gives you lovely, lovely food. Four days a month. Can't fault Sounds that. good. So, um, you have to be UK based and able to travel. You can travel. You can drive. Yeah. Happy days. Yeah. Right, this bit gets interesting. Must be willing to be featured in behind-the-scenes video recordings. Oh. Nail, yeah. head, hit. That is <laughs> one of the biggest ticks. One of the biggest ticks. Right, this may be a stumbling block. I'm not sure of your work attire, your your, your clothes, and, and how you dress generally. Um, orange clothing is forbidden during working hours? I don't think I've got anything orange. Maybe a few t-shirts. You can't wear them. Can't wear Are you okay with that? Uh, no, that doesn't upset you. Yeah. You're okay? And uh, can wear another colour, yeah. yeah. Perfect, okay. So, they're looking for someone with a deep end-to-end understanding of meat. Would you say that's you? Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You like that. your meat? Good, good. I do. Um, an, an, Olymp- an Olympically trained tongue that is relentless in its pursuit of purpose. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Start again. An Olympically trained tongue that is relentless in its pursuit of perfection. Ooh. So you reviewed the breakfast in the tin. Yeah. You reviewed it really well. Yeah, and you you so, did not flinch about putting that stuff in your mouth. You were just no. I was it looked time, like so something it. that had fallen out of a wet carrier bag, and you still ate it. <laughs> so I think yeah. you're there. Olympically trained. What do you think about that? Is your tongue olympically trained? I don't know. Not olympically. No. Maybe they they're looking for someone sort of more professional. No. No. Who's done this before? Don't, don't start talking yourself out of it, Rob. You're perfect for this. You eat a wide variety of foods. You like foods. Yeah. You like tasting yeah. new foods. You're not frightened of anything. Yeah. And you've got an opinion. When, you, when you've when you tasted something, you make your mind up, good or bad. Yes. Do you, do you like I tasting do. food, Rob? Um. Yeah. Well, listen to this. They're looking for somebody who is well-versed in the language and art of tasting. Oh. You, My language skills are, are okay. 
they don't mean they mean in the language of tasting. I don't think they seriously mean, you know, can he speak English well? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Nice. Here we go. This is the bit now which we need to make sure you're okay with this. So it's fixed term for two months. Uh, yeah. Good rate um, of pay. Um, it requires stamina, as the successful candidate will be required or expected to give feedback on up to 20 different meat alternatives a day. What, what are you picking out of that sentence the most? Um, alternatives. So it's not it's not going to be proper meat, is it? Are we are we talking like vegetarian stuff? So this company, the, the company is called This. Okay, um, and I'm not just saying this, but I have tried their products, and I really like their products. Their chicken is very good, or it's called This is not chicken. They've also got This Is Not Bacon, which is very good as well, especially when it's really crispy. Um, so it is a meat alternative. But what they are trying to do here, which is very clever, I think, they want to get somebody in who loves meat, yeah, and they want to create a product that is so like meat that you don't tell the difference. And you love your meat, don't you, Bob? I do, yeah. So this is why they, they would be honoured to have somebody like you. A carnival. Carnival, yeah. <laughs> so the Meat Somalia will work directly with the innovation team and oversee the creation of all new products. So if you remember, which we haven't released to the listeners yet, but we may do it as a bonus podcast, when we had you on as a as a guest, Rob, and you was uh, working for Cadbury's, and you was a you was a chocolate tester then, yeah. you and a product yeah. um, product manager or something I, like I that. Was, yes. So this is like your dream yeah. come true because you came up with that yourself. That's what you wanted to do. Um, you will be the yeah, first. It was real chocolate, though. Well, how do you know? You need to think that this is meat. That's a good point. You need to that's think that this point. is yeah. meat. And the good thing is, yeah, if it I doesn't the... taste like meat. That will be your feedback, and that will be invaluable for them because they them, yes. want someone like you to eat their product. Have you ever bought a plant-based alternative before? Um, only once before, I think. Yeah, and um, it was. I think it was like um, kebab meat. I think it was. But it was it wasn't very nice. And that's what they want. That's exactly yeah. what all they want is you to yeah. go, This doesn't taste like a bad meat. It was a while back. This and doesn't I, I taste of chip alley. Exactly. And I, I <laughs> might have mentioned this before, you know, with with trying to go vegan. I really enjoy meat as well. So I'm always looking for meat alternatives. I'm trying all these different products myself. Um and if I find something that's really meat like brilliant and and this products are very good but what they're looking for here is they um they want to make incremental improvements on existing products as well so they want to you know if it's something or oh, it's not quite as chewy or it's not quite as crispy or tasting or whatever then they want to hear that feedback so it says <clears throat> you will be the first swallow and the final chew of every product before they hit the shelves <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. So does that sounds mean like a lot of if I go and buy this is not chicken that Rob has been chewing it before they put it in the pack? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it goes through Rob and then onto shelves. It's like, I suppose it's like that coffee, isn't it? That monkeys poo out. Oh, it's expensive. Very stuff, expensive. Yeah. yeah, but it's good quality. So I'm not suggesting you would be pulling out slices of bacon, bacon. This is not bacon. <laughs> hmm. So, it's, what will you be doing? Oversee the conception, development, testing, and commercialization of new plant-based products for this. Daily testings of this versus other meat alternative products, and suggesting key areas for improvement to the innovation team. Just remember, this is only four days a month. Four days a month. Um, it's not. And remember, Rob, when we were talking earlier in the show about your ideal job in film. It's not necessarily in front of the camera, but it's a producer where you go and tell people how to improve things and they come back to you and you see if it's improved or not. Yeah. This is what this is. You're a producer. They're not asking you to make it or source it or cook it or to do the ingredients. All they're asking you to do is check their work and whether it's up to standard or not. Feedback. Feedback, that's all it is. Yeah. Feedback and... Sounds good. You'd be able to go on video in the background like you always wanted to be. But not in an orange T-shirt. No, no. (laughs) You'd be in the promo. So before we have a look of how to apply... um, I follow this on LinkedIn, which is how I came across it. And um, they're really good when it comes to social media as well. And I think it, it might have been for April Fool's Day. They did a really um, a really good video. And I think it was it was something like they, they accidentally used real meat instead of plant-based and stuff like that and they done some sort of big proper video yeah. about it and all this or something like that it was it was really clever um so they're really on it when it comes to this kind of stuff um so i think for you if you was to get this job it would get you out there sounds good a- so any reservations then so far rob um no it seems okay so far yeah i, th- I think it's the perfect line of work for you yeah so, how to apply? Right, Come on, so bear, bear with us on this one. Yeah. So you click apply and submit a short tasting review of any food or drink to us. Okay. So it's a bit like what you've already right. done. Yeah. It does need to be a video. Yeah. So you've got your new phone. It's good quality. You can create yeah. a, a trailer, like we just said, on, on iMovie. Um, and you've done a review before. So it's just putting them things together now. So you can choose your food. You can you can even buy a this product and review it for them. I could do. Yeah. Um, I would recommend I'll have, look. I'll have a look on the, the website. bacon or the chicken. Um and really crisp it up. It's lovely. Um the successful applicant will display swirling, spitting and flavour analysis of the highest calibre. 
why would he spit well, it out? Well, that's, that's obviously a sommelier, isn't it? That's a wine. Mm, when you yeah, swirl, I guess. To it's smell like a wine it, taster, isn't it? You gargle yeah. it, yeah, to taste it, and you spit it. So they're looking for someone of an equal standard and quality that you expect in the wine field. But you won't have to spit it; you can gobble it down. Yeah. Yeah, it's up to you yeah. if you want to eat it. But it, it's quite clever how they do how they do in this application actually, and the words and the tone of voice they're using in it. Um, because the next line here it is, um, this is high energy, and the right candidate needs to be dripping with enthusiasm. <laughs> Very clever. They're getting all the words yeah. in there now. And they? this yeah. one, keep it snappy. No one likes a dribbler. So, you know, uh, and this isn't a popularity contest, but it, it also kind of is. So make sure to share your video on social media using the hashtag this meets Amelia. So shall we have a look to see what videos are out there already? Yeah. So let's look. jump on Twitter see what. and search for this meets Amelia. So look. Hopefully, there's none out there. Which would be a good thing for you. <laughs> yeah. So, while John's searching, so, Rob, what do you on. think would be a good product for you? Well, there, wait, no, there isn't. Sorry. Isn't there? Oh, no. Right. Okay. So, it's closing tomorrow. <laughs> what have you got in your house that you can review tonight? It can be food or drink. Um... I'll have to look downstairs. I did go shopping the other day, but I can't remember what I bought. I would, if you've got... Unless I do something in the morning. Yeah, you could do something in the morning. Something meat, if you've got a bit of meat or something. Have you got any cat food? Just trying to think. Um, John, you've got to make this interesting. You've got to make it interesting. Yeah. Do you know the, um, the wee box cat sticks? Cat sticks, sounds good. Yeah, I've already, I've already penned it. a couple of lines. I've never tried. When you open, we want it to be a strong yeah. opening. So you want to say directly into camera before tucking into your, what was it, Dentabix or Catibix or, you know, straight down the camera. This isn't a job application. Yeah. This is the only application for you to get your teeth into. And then straight in. Start chomping down on your cat food. And then give an honest review afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. do this is, what is the company called this? This, yeah. Do this do, yes. this isn't yeah. cat food. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, you could do anything like that. Because you're already bringing ideas to the plant-based table. Yeah. You could even have a bit of a persona and you could name yourself like Bobella Lawson or something. <laughs> I'd be like, this isn't there any cat food? Yeah. If I time it right, I could have I could have malls in the background. Yeah. Just looking all like yeah. heartbroken. And what I would what I'd recommend in terms of the production of it, obviously have yourself yeah. doing the review right. Are we just are we on about like a, a little short video yeah, clip? Short video or... clip and sorry John, yeah, you go on John, you tell him what you were thinking. So yeah, you do your, your video clip of you doing the review. But then, yeah. once you finish that, 
take some nice video shots of like the, the the food and the pieces maybe if it's broken in half or close-ups or anything like that that could drop in mm. over the top top while you're talking and stuff and you can do that on a movie like i okay. said like the trailer type thing see yeah just put little clips in all right you probably are better off listening to john because my idea was <clears throat> so we've already learned that you put your camera which way rob landscape and i want a long shot of your kitchen yes. yeah yeah you walk in through the door look at the camera deliver your lines this isn't a job application this is the only application for you to get your teeth into yeah i want you then to drop <laughs> yeah. to your hands and knees crawl across the floor to the cat bowl <laughs> no knife and fork i want you to start pouring it in oh, stand up Give you a review. I would then perhaps oh. take a bow and just walk back without the door. Job is yours. <laughs> Four days a month, Rob. Two grand. It's ideal. Britain's first. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I'll, I'll have to see what's in the cupboard before I decide. Can on you imagine they reply back and uh, say, "Oh, thanks, but we really don't want anybody trying cat food." <laughs> Surely everyone's tried cat food when you're drunk. My mate used to eat um, dog food. Annoying when he's drunk. Dog biscuits. I've tried. Yeah, I've, I've tried cat food. Because <laughs> some of cat food smells quite nice when you open. Some you open it, and you go. It smells quite. It smells quite nice, meaty and gravy. It's 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 not. It's very very gristly. It's very gritty. Mm. I don't think it's fresh cuts of meat at all. <laughs> it's like the uh, the breakfast. A small percentage. It's like the yeah. breakfast in a tin, isn't it? You know, it's. It says stuff like as good as it looks and all this kind of stuff, but then, yeah. Well, going back to that episode, I think John, which we mentioned at the time, any meat that lasts on a shelf in a tin, it does concern me slightly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Do you know what the the cat has had um, some prawns today and yesterday, I think as well, and they were absolutely stinking. Proper straw coming the stairs is like, what the hell is that? You wander towards <laughs> the cat bowl and prawns. Ugh. Grim. Yeah, so have a look in your cupboard. You've got to do this yeah, job. See what's there. Nobody okay. else has tweeted that hashtag. We'll do it from the branded account. Yeah. And be like, oh, you know, one of our co hosts has, has applied for. So, John, for the is there a time tomorrow that it's got to be in by, or is it just tomorrow? Just says tomorrow, so I reckon. Um, probably at end of day usually no? although if we're the only one that's getting one in there so what we need you to do tomorrow then Rob is get this filmed so yeah, think okay. about what you're going to eat think about what you're going to say about it and it's a meat sommelier so even if you don't like the food that you're eating you can be honest and say why you don't like it or be honest and say why you do like it Yeah. get it yeah. to John and I if we need to add any sort of fancy sparkles or anything on it, we will, and then we'll get it. We'll get it tweeted tomorrow night, yeah, and you could become the first meat sommelier. Okay. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll have a go, even if it's just for the benefit of the pod. And if they'd be like, "What's this guy doing?" So, if he if he gets this job, then John, does that four grand go into funding our next series? Is that only fair? <laughs> seeing as we've carried only, them through the first. Was, I thought it was two grand. It's only two grand. It was two grand four days. Sorry, I thought it was four yeah. grand two days. Oh, I don't know. I'd reconsider that then. Uh, <laughs> if I would have quit a day, Rob, I'm not sure. 
That's not that's not bad rate. And it's it's two fifty a day. I thought you worked in finance. I do. I was waiting to see if you picked up on it, but it, there was nothing there at all. There was nothing. No, he's he's panicking now about what he's going to eat. I know. I was, I was thinking, yeah, yeah. Oh, you could do something really oh, hilarious, man. like if you did have like bacon or crisps or anything like that, and you could be like smelling it, going, yeah, yeah. You can really smell the flavour. So, yeah. do you know Oz Clark, the wine taster? Yeah. Yes. Right. Can you and Jilly Goulden? Yeah. Remember how yeah. they used to describe things? There was a, a a pinch of arrogance, and there was a touch of nonsense about. Oh, mm, it's got the smell of a badger's slipper. It's you know, <laughs> you want to be as over the top as possible. Right. Have you got any gladioli? Yeah. Carry them into the kitchen with you. <laughs> you, you you sounded exactly like um, Jim off Friday Night Dinner then, Reese. Do you watch that? Yeah. Ooh, Jackie. I don't think you use that just slipper. No, but when you went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, there we are. So that's, okay. your, that's your task. That's, that's on my list that's of tomorrow. task for tonight, tomorrow. Yeah, you got to do it. got to. That'd be incredible. And as I say, we'll get it out get from the done. branded account and... Who knows? You might not be here in the second series. We might have to find a new Bob for the second well, series. Well, no, if, it, if it's only if it's only four days, yeah, but it'll, it'll grow three, yeah. into other things. Who knows what you'll be taking? Possibly, yeah. yeah. Free yeah. Bantos will be knocking on your door. Oh, I used to like yeah. them. I used to have them, yeah. Obviously, without putting down this the company because they're good enough to give Bob an opportunity. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but what would your dream company food company be to work for, Rob? I think we know that, John. Um, crisps. I don't think that's a brand. It's, it's not. A I brand, want to work uh, for crisps. Yeah. <laughs> Second on my list is chocolate. Um. Yeah, KP or Cadbury's that would be good. Cadbury's crisps. No, Cadbury's chocolate, but KP, KP crisps. do crisps, don't really? they? Yeah, I think so. Mm. So, but you would just be following a long line of people doing that job. In this job, you're a pioneer. Mm. You are. Yeah. It sounds standing like up. Yeah. what they're looking I'm for is the man to stand one. up for the meat eater. They don't want the person who likes was already sold on the product of plant based foods. They want to sell it to someone like me who loves. Oh, I could eat a whole pig in one sitting. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> they want to sell it to me. And you're their intermediary. You're the one that's going to sell it to me, Bob. Yeah. That's why this job is perfect for you. That's what we thought. We were like, yeah, this, is, this is definitely Rob. Because, like you said, he's, like, I looked at it and I thought, oh, that's great. Because I do like meat, but I've, I'm already chosen not to eat meat. So I'm not the right person there because it won't. I'm not the person who needs to be kind of swayed into like actually improving the product because I think actually I'll eat it anyway. So, yeah, this is going to be great. Yeah. Okay. I'll do it. I'll get it sent over. So to our followers, look out on our Twitter account at The Branded Pod um, for updates on Rob's application. Okay, well, I think that means we're we're kind of wrapping up now our first series. So thank you both for your company, boys. I think it's been great fun. It's been good to speak to all our guests and 
quite excited to see what we're going to be doing in series two. Yeah, yeah, it's been um, yeah, it's been really enjoyable. It's been good to get some um, some guests on from different areas of the industry. Um, hopefully, Rob has learned a bit. I know I've um, I've picked up some tips and um, been really good to chat to them. Rob, uh, before we go, I think you you should yeah. really maybe say goodbye to our listeners, our dedicated fans, just in case you don't come back. Just in case, I might make a a guest appearance. You never know; I might be might be back. But if I do go on to bigger and better things, it's it's been it's been great. I've loved it. It's uh, it's been a, a real sort of learning curve as well for me. Um, even though no one did give me a job, it's um, it's given me some pointers. So thank you. If you want to get in touch or slide into our D- DMs, what does that mean? Follow us on Twitter at The Branded Pod. Um, Rob, hashtag get Bob a job. <laughs>